something sexy. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. I'm your host, Cat Wonders, and this is episode 95. I can't believe it. Episode 95. I say that like I feel so often. <laughs> but when you hear numbers in your head, it's like, wow, that's a lot of talking. And because I'm a solo podcaster at this point, that's a lot of like stuff to talk about. There's <laughs> a lot of talking, lots of topics. I wonder if there's things that I haven't covered. I feel like it's like being in a relationship with somebody for so long, you've heard all their stories. You know, there's nothing new about them because you've been together and you've experienced everything else with them. That's kind of how I feel with the podcast. But honestly, there's endless topics, endless things to talk about and experiences to talk about. And um, I hope you're still enjoying this. You might be hearing a bit of a hum in the background. Let's see. And that is because I have insulation blowers happening right now. <laughs> so I built a garage and above the garage is my new studio for filming and everything else that I do. Um, and so it's exciting that they're finally here. Blowing and insulation, spray insulation, as opposed to batting, um, it's just a bit more efficient, especially in colder climates like where I live. And it's still freaking cold. It's been nice, like today's a bit more sunny, but it's still chilly. And um, I'm kind of like at the point right now where I'm ready to start seeing buds or something on the trees, but there, there really isn't much. And I have a few maples that I'm worried about that I think they might've died last year. I don't know what's going on. But they look really sad and they're very like rigid. They're not as flexible as like a live tree. They're kind of like, so I think, I feel like they might be, might be goners, but I hope not because I paid a lot of money for them. Anyway, okay, so on a better note, okay, these, I have to talk about these earrings immediately because they are probably my most favorite earrings that I own of all time. The color combination I've never seen before and it is just, it blew my mind. These blew my mind when I saw them. So recently I was in Montreal, which I will get to, don't worry. Um, and there's a lot of native uh, artwork there and holy crap, like, there's a lot and the beadwork and, oh, you know, I really, so because I'm, tra I was traveling with a carry on, uh, I didn't, I didn't bring the box that it came in. I was like, oh, can you just put it in a smaller box? Cause I, it's not going to fit in my carry on and whatever, but I regret it because I don't know it, they, she took the card off cause the card with these earrings on were, was like this big and it didn't fit in the box. She just took the earrings off and I have no idea who the artist is, but a native artist, uh, made these and. I just love them so much. And I also got another pair that are a bit more muted, but from a different artist. But this beadwork is beautiful. And I just figured I would pair it with my new dress that's too small for my titties. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, well, make sure you make your way over to the YouTube version of it, uh, which I now have my own channel. I'm still tweaking some things. Like I still have to put a banner or create a banner and then um, do a few more things. So it's, it might not be looking like it will in the future. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so 
This dress is part of a new haul from a company called Sabo Skirt. <laughs> Sabo, S-A-B-O, Skirt. And they don't just do skirts, they do dresses. And I got the order in uh, yesterday and holy crap, these are beautiful <laughs> quality, which is good because I did pay a penny for these. They're not, uh, not a penny literally, but like they were cheap, not cheap. Um, and this was one of them. This is like a short knitted dress. Oh, it's so good. I did choose to wear a bra with it just because I wanted a little bit more va-va-boom. You know, because if I didn't, if I didn't have a push-up bra on, maybe it would be a little less interesting. <laughs> I do like the way it looks, but this is actually a wire and uh, for structure. And it fits really well without a bra too. But I don't know, does it look weird with my boobs going lower than the wire? There are no rules around here, okay? And I wear my hair in pigtails two days in a row. And I went to town. And I got embarrassed yesterday. I went to town. I had my hair in like higher pigtails. Uh, and so then I tied my pigtails back into a ponytail. And then I had a really wild hairstyle. Uh, but anyway, it worked out. <laughs> Nobody made fun of me. Um, okay, so let's get into concocktails. Today, I'm going to share with you my favorite LaCroix that I've ever tried. And it's the Limoncello LaCroix. Now, I didn't re I didn't know what this was. I was like, oh, it's just a lemon flavored whatever. I, I don't know what limoncello is. And apparently it's vanilla. It's vanilla and and lemon because that's what I taste. Unless there's, it's a special type of lemon. Is a limoncello, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Do your own research because I sure didn't. Um, but it tastes really, really good. So I was like, this is it. So limoncello. And then I have a very low calorie, a slim grapefruit juice. Um, I will admit that it's not as grapefruity tasting as I'd hoped. It's more of like, it tastes more synthetic. But uh, whatever, it says no aspartame, no... Oh, I'm reading the French version. I was just in Montreal, so suddenly I'm just reading the French. <laughs> No aspartame, no artificial colors, natural flavor. Uh, okay, so this, I'm going to mix with this and with a little bit of this. <laughs> I won't say what it is, just from just to piss off my audio listeners. Um, this is a Bombay gin, one of my faves. Not only is the bottle beautiful, <gasps> it's kind of match. No, this is more of an aqua blue. Uh, anyway, I'm going to try not to blow your eardrums off. Still haven't figured out a solution for my mic stand because it's not a normal one. I paid extra money for it and I'm paying the price because now I'm trying to figure out a solution. I just might have to get an entirely new mic stand and then use this one for when I have guests. That's right. You heard it. Eventually, <laughs> I want to have some guests. Um, so let's just make this cocktail because I'm really curious to see what the grapefruit with the limoncello flavor. I'm calling it limoncello because that's how it's spelled. No, that's wrong. <laughs> Lemon, L-I-M-O-N, okay. C-E-L-L-O. Limoncello? Limoncello? Either way, freaking this is going to go in. So let's start with gin. And look, I have some accessories and a straw. Can you believe it? I finally remembered. And I chose a blue umbrella. And I'll be completely honest, I chose the blue umbrella because 
that was the only one left in the cup. <laughs> and I don't want to have to dig the other ones out of my pantry. So this is what we get. And I'll tell you what, it's appropriate because of my outfit. And shit. No, I already broke it. Well, you know what? I look at this as just a unique part of the cocktail. <laughs> and I'm just going to keep it in my straw for now. All right. Jean. So let's do like two ounces of gin. Just, it's just, that's just what I'm feeling today. Two ounces of gin. And then we got ourselves our grapefruit juice. Ooh, it's already beautiful. That's what you gotta love about grapefruit. The color is just so refreshing. Like this, like this frosted pink color. I really like it. I don't know why I had that face, but you know what? Actually, my cactus can hold my umbrella. Ah! Oh, yep. Okay. And limoncello. Limoncello. Limon. Limoncello. I really can't smell anything. I'm going to taste this again before I th throw it in there. It's lovely. It is lovely. Um, all right, here we go. Just mix that up first. Get the gin and I should probably use the actual stir stick to stir the cocktail. What do you think? We're learning. We're not. All right. Beautiful. I mean, does that not look, does this not look refreshing as hell? Then I've got my little umbrella. Okay, you guys, what do you think? I'll let you know what I think here. Ready? That's a damn good cocktail. I wouldn't say that <clears throat> it's anything super special, <laughs> like nothing really. If this was real grapefruit juice, it would be like over the top good. But this is, if I got this on a summer day, I would not complain. That's for sure. Um, I'm quite happy with this. What are we going to call it? I've been forgetting to name my cocktails only because like, if I'm just cracking something like <laughs> like a glass of wine or champagne or something, it's really, you're, I'm not going to name something like that, but this is unique. So let's call this, um, I'm so bad at this later on. I can remember Let's, let's just see what, if something comes to us. Okay. Let's just see if something comes to mind during this podcast. Um, okay. I keep wanting to dive into something, but I can't remember what it was. It just keeps coming up in my mind. I'm like, oh, okay. I have to finish my sentence first before I move on to the next thing. Cause as you know, I do have a bad habit of jumping all over the place when I'm telling stories or whatever. Let me just start by giving you an update on my haunted house. <laughs> Okay, so nothing 
very exciting to report. Uh, if you don't, if you haven't watched last episode, you can watch it to catch up on what has been going on in my house. Um, essentially, my iRobot, excuse me, um, is unplugging itself from the wall. It's not turning on and vacuuming my house at night. It's it's being unplugged and in such a way that it's not falling out or I have a video of me like showing exactly what I'm talking about um, and a mystery. And after like the fourth or fifth time, I was like, this is crazy. Um, and in my, not the last podcast, but the one before, I think, anyway, the power went out as I was talking about it. <laughs> so it was almost like, it was like just creepy and people were messaging me like, was that at all? An, like, was that an act? Like, did you do that on purpose? And I, I 100% swear to God that that was not anything that I did. That was the house deciding to try to teach me a lesson. And I said, bring it on, bitch. <laughs> Um, I think it was the Easter episode. Anyway, so um, I decided to put up one of my motion sensor cameras, uh, point it at the plug, and try to catch this thing in action. Um, and when I did that, I was like talking to the spirit or whatever was poltergeisting my <laughs> my plug. <laughs> Um, and I was like, look, this is cool. Like, do it again and, like, show me what you got. And I think, <laughs> and I felt it at the time. And I was like, I should have probably secretly done this. And maybe the ghost or whatever or the poltergeist is not going to notice that I put a camera up. But I kind of made it obvious that I did. So nothing has happened since the camera's been up. Nothing at all, in fact. Um, and I'm kind of bummed about it. I feel like I ruined it. <laughs> I, I mean, not that I want things to be unplugged because it was really annoying. And the reason why I noticed it all the time is because when I would go to use my app to start my robot, like I'd be leaving the house and then I would turn it on to vacuum, it'd be dead because it'd be unplugged. And I was like, who keeps unplugging my freaking vacuum? It doesn't make any sense. And um, I was kind of thinking, oh, maybe my maid was doing it uh, and then it happened in between, like when she wasn't there. And then I knew, I was like, Ay. so anyway, no updates. The update is that there is nothing, nothing has happened so far. Um, another thing I have to get off my chest. <laughs> and I know this is like, <laughs> my world is full of strange and unusual things, but today, so I have a Hoya plant, okay? Um, H-O-Y-A, a Hoya. And I bought it when it was small and it's big and beautiful now and growing. And this morning I noticed that it looked like there was like a, like a thicker spider web attaching the newest growth. So like there's a brand new little sprout coming up with a little bud on top. And there was like a, what looked like a, a, sorry, one sec here. What looked like a, like a spider web, but like a thicker one, um, maybe twice as thick as like one of the thickest spider webs you've ever seen still like very 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 fine like a hair like a human hair kind of and but it was only about it's only about half an inch long and um so I thought oh weird it's just what like a fiber and I kept looking at it, it was very strange and then I noticed that and it's it's translucent like it's 
totally clear, like a little see-through chunk, like half an inch hair length sticking out from the top of this plant and like the new growth. And um, then I started to notice that it was sort of moving in a weird way. <laughs> and I thought, what the hell is that? And so it took a while, but I, I noticed that it took a while to get my camera to focus because I took video of it and I'm going to send it to my editor and you're going to see it. And maybe my editor can put it up here or whatever, a zoomed in version. It's the strangest thing. And now I can't determine if this is like, like a little parasite or if it's part of the plant. If the plant is actually have, like it has some sort of sensor thing out to try to find, cause they're sort of vining type plants. But it's the wildest thing. I, I touch it with my fingernail just to show that it's not just moving by, um, you know, the air around it moving because it's such a fine, like, it's such a fine little thing. It's the craziest thing. And I, I took video of it and you could see my fingernail. I'm kind of brushing it, like touching it like this, and then it reacts and it's, it's basically sticking straight out. I'm explaining it to you, even though you're seeing it at this point, but for those of you that are listening, it's sticking straight out and it, the whole thing is moving. Like it's not curling or, or wiggling or anything like that as straight as a board, but it's kind of like, like ticking up and down to the sides and completely straight. So strange. And then I thought to myself, what if this is like an undiscovered species of something? I tried to look it up. I tried to type in 55,000 different things on, on Google to see if I can find another image of this. Um, but I can't, I can't find anything. And I thought scientists have not discovered everything, right? So what if it's possible that this is like a new species of something? And in fact, I have a friend coming over, so I have to get up soon and like go show this to them because I need a second opinion. <laughs> I'm just not aware that anything like that ever existed. And what's the point? Or like I said, is it part of the plant? No idea, freaking me out. I'm not freaked out, don't worry. I just am thinking, do I need to contact the government? <laughs> Excuse me, 911. I think I discovered a new species. <laughs> Who do you call when there's shit like that like going on? I'm sure somebody has. I'm not that delusional, but it's possible, is it not? Let me know your thoughts. Do you know what this is? If you do, comment down below. Um, and if you're curious, if you're listening, go to the video so you can see the clip of what I'm talking about. So yes, I'm back from Montreal, from Montreal. I was there for four basically full days and I had no idea that a place like that existed in Canada. What I mean is it is such a European city that it's just like, it blew my mind. Every street, every corner. So we stayed in a place called Old Montreal. And obviously it's the oldest part of Montreal. Um, French settlers landed there in the 1500s, I believe, or 1642 or something like that. Um, and um, basically the, the architecture, um, 
everything is, it's like being in France. And, uh, and of course, everybody speaking French. Uh, France, French is, is different than Quebecois, like the Quebec French. Uh, so there's like a clear difference. But if you don't speak French or you don't, you didn't grow up in Canada, then you probably might not be able to hear the difference. But uh, the food, just everything, the little shops, the, the bakeries, um, the cobblestone streets, like this, I'm telling you, I just was so pleased that I decided to go to Montreal because I, I kind of just, Flair is an airline that is super cheap right now and still in business. <laughs> and uh, literally you can get $49 flights. Um, you do have to pay for, um, you do have to pay for uh, your carry-on. Okay. And seat selection. But if you're just paying for your carry-on, I think it's an extra 25 bucks. For like under $100 each way, uh, you can fly pretty much anywhere you want to. Um, it's also growing. So at the time, I think there's even a few more places in Canada to fly because I'd really love to go to like Newfoundland too. But so I also did research about um, studios to rent for photography and things like that. So I went with my photographer Anyway, we had the best time ever. It was so, so great. And just even, and I, you know what? Okay, I will admit something and I will admit that I was very, I'm very wrong. Growing up, I was in French immersion school from kindergarten to grade six. I used to be able to speak fluent French. Now, I had a really hard time with my teachers and because we were in French immersion, most of our teachers were from Quebec. They were Quebecois. They came to work because they're bilingual and they can teach really good French. So, so I had French teachers from Quebec, pretty much from, like I said, kindergarten to grade six. They were mean. <laughs> they were not nice. Uh, I, I don't want to put them all under this category, but I can re I can recall about five different teachers that I had that were really kind of nasty and not in the teacher kind of way, like strict, but just a little bit. I was a bit of an outcast. Um, I had really no friends growing up. I had a big gap between my teeth and long, greasy hair. And I just, I didn't care. I was like a very whimsical child. I was in my own head a lot. I would just randomly sing as far as, like, I remember being on the bus and just starting to sing a song and then people looking at me or like other students and like, why are you just randomly singing? And I didn't even think about it. I just was, would sing and I didn't think it was weird. And then I, so I basically had to learn the hard way. <laughs> um, anyway, so what was my point? Let me see if this helps. Yes. So, um, and I do remember certain times when my teachers would join in other kids kind of bullying me. And I know that that is not like every <laughs> teacher from Quebec. This was just my experience. And it was almost like they were just annoyed with me anyway. So when somebody would be like telling me to be quiet or shut up or something, the teacher would defend always the other people and not me. But whatever, it's fine. It just kind of put a bit of a bitter taste in my mouth for um, people from Quebec. And then hearing things too, just reputation wise, um, that sometimes they can be rude. If you're not speaking French, they won't speak 
English back to you even though they know English and all this stuff. Well, going to Montreal, I was a little bit, I kind of had this expectation that because I'm not French speaking and I'm going into Quebec as a Canadian, that they would be a little bit more, I don't know, bitchy or something. <laughs> I was totally wrong. I couldn't have been more wrong. Um, everybody there was so great. And I know like we're in old Montreal, so it's more of a touristy area. So like they're used to English speaking people there. It's not like you're in some small city in some random part of Quebec. Uh, so I do understand that as well. But I'm telling you, it was really lovely and like almost, I think because I had this expectation, the kinder that they were to, to us, it just filled my heart with more joy. It like was, he it healed a wound is what happened. I think it just, you know, it's like when you're proven wrong, but in the best way, you know? <laughs> um, so really, I just had a great experience. Um, we stayed at a place called the David Hotel. Now, where do I even start? So the David Hotel is not your typical hotel. Um, you basically get a code to check in um, to, for the front door and then a code to get it. So it's, it, there's, no, there's no concierge, there's no room service, there's no amenities, it's just the room. And that's why it was so cheap. So it was fine. I didn't want to spend a ton of money just because the point of the trip is like a work trip. It's not like a vacation trip. And um, we needed a bigger room, there being two of us. And uh, so it was like perfect, had a kitchenette. Anyway, it totally blew my expectation. I'm also going to send the video of our room to uh, my editor. So you guys have to see this. So it's like a very old, 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 old <clears throat> uh, hotel that they converted into lofts. But they're called lofts, but there's no loft. It's just like a really big, long room. Um, and just the way it's set up, super cool. Fully equipped with like everything you need when it comes to amenities, not amenities, but like there was a washer and dryer, a washing, a dishwasher, a microwave, a, like a stove, anything you needed. If you had to stay there for six weeks, that's where you want to be. You go to the grocery store, stock up which is not what I did because I was going to be eating out every meal. <laughs> um, so I'll attach the room tour at some point here. Um, but really, really, really great. And uh, anyway, it was interesting. Now, the downside is that because I was working out every single day leading up to this trip, I kind of thought that there was a gym or there would be a gym nearby. That didn't really happen. All right, <laughs> my friend just got here and he, he's like, what is that? <laughs> Yay, I'm not crazy. It's like, well, it's like trying to capture something that, you find, that you've seen that's amazing and then you just don't turn the camera on in time or it doesn't work or it doesn't happen or things don't get unplugged the way you expect them to. <laughs> anyway, I just ran up the stairs. Um, so the gym thing, <laughs> so what wound up happening is, there was a gym within like like a kilometer of where we were staying um and then you can like rent private gyms and it's kind of and it was just too much to deal with so it just didn't work out for like four straight days and i know it's not a huge deal i just kind of got off of my groove um 
And another thing too, so no gym. So I'm just talking about like staying in a place where it's almost like an Airbnb. Like there's no, you can't call anybody for anything. <laughs> anyway, so um, that also there's no like, uh, no room service. Uh, no, like if you wanted more coffee or whatever, you just had to go buy it. <laughs> um, so it was super hot the, the days that we were there. And it's funny because the day we left, it was pouring rain and it had like the forecast was for more and more and more rain. And we're like, whoa, we hit it like perfectly. And um, so we had no pool and it was like, I'm talking like 26 degrees. Uh, and for the first sunshine, it was like, oh, the, I just wanted to sit by a pool with one of these so bad. And then I thought, well, a lot of hotels, I think, offer day passes for the public. So like, say you're staying at the hotel, you get to use the amenities in the pool, whatever. But sometimes hotels will offer um, day passes that you pay for. And uh, there was this rooftop pool that looked so nice. And it was right like one block away from where we were staying. And I called, I was like, is it possible to, like, do you guys offer uh, walk-ins? <laughs> like, I really want to hang out by the pool. Uh, and they're like, no, unfortunately we don't. And I was like, do you know anywhere that does? They're like, I don't think any hotel in the city does that. And I was like, what? Then I look it up and pretty much every place that I called doesn't offer it. So I think it might, maybe in Quebec it's not as common or just in the touristy area, but, and it's too early for public pools to be open. And you know what I mean? So we were just kind of like, walking in the streets, sweating our balls off. And, uh, but it was fine. We can't all just have pools <laughs> when we want them or where we want them. So when we arrived in Montreal, it was like five or six o'clock, I can't remember. Called an Uber, jumped in the Uber, put in the address and didn't really pay attention <laughs> where we were going. Never been there before. And I'm just talking to my photographer. We're just like talking about shit and whatever. And uh, we, and we know we're staying in old Montreal and I've done some research and kind of, I kind of know what it looks like a little bit. Doesn't really seem like we're um, getting closer. <laughs> so he turns the corner and I could see uh, when you're in Uber, like a lot of them have their GPS on and I could see that our destination was like a block away. And I was like, oh, what the hell? Apparently the street that I put in, there's two streets in Montreal one that's entirely the opposite direction. Luckily, it wasn't like even farther away because I don't think I would have clued in. And <laughs> so our driver was so sweet and he was like, no, 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 no. This is not even Montreal anymore. <laughs> we're out of the city. And, uh, and we were like, what? And then we <laughs> looked at my map and to where we were really supposed to go um, was an hour away. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe we did this. Cause we were so excited to get the hotel or whatever and like go for dinner. Now we're like an extra 40 minutes out or whatever it wound up being. So it was like a hundred dollar Uber trip. Such a waste of money, <laughs> it's so stupid. So when you are traveling, tip number one, make sure that the destination you're entering into your Uber app is really the destination you need to go. Cause potentially there are same street names but different parts of cities or provinces or wherever the hell you are. So that was fine, not a big deal. Got to the hotel, checked in, um, super stoked about the hotel. And then 
got on our walking shoes and went out to find a place for dinner. And uh, we went down this main street <clears throat> and I couldn't believe, cause I'm such a planner that I wanted to do research as to where to go for dinner, but because our times got all screwed up or whatever, it just didn't work out that way. So I'm like, we'll just walk around and find somewhere. So we went for this walk down the strip towards the water cause we're right on the St. Lawrence and um, restaurant after restaurant after restaurant, like up, down, left, right. Like it was just <laughs> like hustle and bustle. It was wild. Like how, and every restaurant was full of people. It was almost like, I thought, am, are we gonna get to eat? Cause it's Friday night. Are we gonna get to eat anywhere tonight? Or are we gonna have to wait for two hours because there's nothing available? And it's already late. At this point, it's like eight o'clock and we're starving. So, and because it's like very European, the restaurants are adorable. They all look like little Italian, French places with just really trendy decor, but very like old European feeling. Um, just really super great. And so we walked into this one place. We're like, okay, let's just pick one. So we walked into one and uh, it was, I think it was called 409, rest or room 409 or something. Um, and so we walk in there and we're standing there, standing there, standing there. And like the servers are running around and I'm like, how does it work here? Do we just seat ourselves? <laughs> because nobody was even acknowledging that we were there, but they were just so swamped. Finally, this guy comes up, uh, do you have a reservation? And I was, uh, no, we're, it's, there's just two of us. Okay. So he was like pondering and like looking around, thinking, making eye contact with other servers. And like, there was no, there's no like communication. I was like, oh, maybe he doesn't speak good English or something. But as a server in like a tourist town, probably that wasn't the case. So then, um, he's like, okay, uh, I could seat you at the bar. Perfect. Let's take the bar. So we sit at the bar and order a nice glass of wine and, um, it was just really great. And then we realized it's actually an East Indian restaurant. And I was like, yes, I love East Indian food. And apparently it's a good place to eat because it was packed and not a big place. Absolutely packed. Well, we, I order my typical curry chicken, five out of five hot. Love it. Um, all the food was so good. Now, one thing I will say is when you're seated at a bar, you drink way more than you would if you were seated at a table. <laughs> and of course we're kind of in celebration where we're gonna have a good time. Saturday was free for us. And then Sunday was when we had all of our photo shoot stuff. So we're enjoying a couple drinks. And then our server, because it took a little bit to get our wine was like compensated us with, um, with three shots, one for me, one for my photographer, and then one for him. And then, so uh, he's like, what do you want? And of course I'm like, gin. So we all three have a shot of gin just on the house. Cause that's just what they do there. And, uh, so on top of that, also our wine, then our bar, the bartender was like, try this and like puts another drink in front of us. And he's like, this is like an East Indian mango something or other. And we we're like, wow, this is really good. <laughs> and then, uh, so we were just like having a great time, whining, dining, and, uh, highly recommend that restaurant for sure. But got a little too lit for sure. Felt it the next day a little. <laughs> and part of the reason why I was like, should I try to find a gym? <laughs> nope. Uh, didn't happen. But <clears throat> then the next day woke up to, so our room 
if you if I remember to send the footage <laughs> um, had these beautiful like windows at the end so the only windows were at the very end of the apartment I call it kind of an apartment uh, and woke up just just the sunniest most beautiful day and even though we're kind of looking at another building it's like another very European looking building and which I don't mind at all then okay then we were like let's get ready let's go walk for like look for a place for for breakfast or brunch and so we're cruising around we f we we almost stopped at like three or four different places but we just kept on walking because like something was telling us that there's a better spot up ahead <laughs> so we find this place that's kind of between buildings but still the sun is right above so it wasn't blocking any sun and it was like yes and we could sit right in the sun and there was like a jazz band but it, it was just strictly acoustic just two guys with guitars really good and it just felt so like I was in Europe again because I love it there so much but we sat down and I could feel a little bit like I was getting my shoulder was getting a little warm for sure uh, <laughs> and uh just being stubborn and also just enjoying the moment there's no way I was gonna like block myself from this glorious sun because it was just the right temperature the sun is keeping you warm but it's not too hot you're not getting sweaty um I had mimosas oh my god the best ever um and just had great oh raw oysters had raw oysters uh which is quite the brunch <laughs> just pure protein I actually had oysters and um oh a capri salad so good. And then we walked around and around and around, all over the place, in and out of shops, ice cream breaks, the harbor, massive Ferris wheel to see the city, which we didn't do because the lineup was crazy. And, um, and also the Ferris wheel is like, like a gondola where it's completely closed in. So it's not like you're just sitting there and like, getting the fresh breeze or whatever you're like in a little capsule which I didn't really like if I was sitting outside maybe but wasn't really didn't really seem worth the wait and then on our way back to the hotel room we were gonna have a little rest because we were in the sun pretty much all day um stopped at this little cheese shop cheeses meats we bought some camembert-ish type cheese like we wanted camembert but they didn't have any they had something similar so we're like absolutely some little sausages or little pepperonis that are completely white on the outside I can't describe like I don't know if that's just the pr a process or if they're dipped or whatever but they're so good a little jar of sardines or wait no anchovies a little jar of anchovies and um oh yeah bottle of wine <laughs> of course so then we went back to the room enjoyed a little charcuterie situation um, had a little rest and then went for dinner and man that place we also sat at the bar <laughs> we had reservations but um, they sat us at the bar and listen we had a great time the night before but then again I was like okay well hopefully our bartender isn't as generous as the one before because the next day we had to film and so uh, oh so good I think I had another like one of those salads with like the big mound of cheese in the middle like the soft mozzarella and oh, oh so good and uh I, the bartender was just dishing out 
the shots. <laughs> so it was fine. We didn't get like too hammered, but oh, it was still like we're walking, right? It's like we're walking. We're three blocks away from our apartment and just had a great time. And then uh, then Sunday time for the photo shoots. So had a great shoot in like three different locations was really like the sun was out. Um, you, if you f are following me anywhere else besides here, <laughs> um, my Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, OnlyFans, <laughs> and Patreon, you'll, you'll see some of these photos. And I'm going to be trickling them out slowly because there's so, we got so many and it's like so worth the trip. And uh, one of the studios we were shooting at had two rooms under construction and that I definitely want to go back. <clears throat> and to be honest, the more time we spent in Montreal, the more we wanted to see. After At the end of the trip, it did not feel like I had a full taste of Montreal. Like you talked to people about this or that. And um, yeah, it was definitely interesting. And then we heard about like the underground city under Montreal. <clears throat> so if you're downtown, like in old Montreal, whatever, there's like a full underground city of like businesses shops it's all interconnected it's huge you should look it up the underground city of montreal and uh, we definitely spent some time walking all over the place where i actually had to stop at a drugstore to get insoles for my shoes <laughs> and they're comfy like they're my walking shoes and we did so much walking i think my skipping the gym was definitely compensated for with the amount of walking that i did so but uh, that was really cool. Went to a really sweet market. There's like an indoor skating rink. I think it was also underground. Just shit like weird dreams are made of. <laughs> then, get this. On the way back, I saw my very first airport celebrity. <laughs> now, <clears throat> If you are not Canadian, <laughs> you probably don't know who this is. And in fact, when I saw him, I didn't know his name. I just knew his face. So we walk into the airport to try to find our gate. And <clears throat> not our gate, but just our check-in. Right away, I see this little guy walk by with his glasses on and curly hair and pulling a suitcase, just whatever. And I, I looked at him and I was like, oh, that's that guy, <laughs> that guy, who it is, where I saw him, I can't remember, but I know I know who he is. I recognize him. <clears throat> and then it just kind of hits me that he's, I've seen him on like Canadian television. Like I've seen, like he's a Canadian actor. So I explained to my photographer, I'm like, I just saw, I just saw a celebrity. <laughs> I just saw somebody that I recognize. And I don't know who it is. So we find our gate, like check in, find our gate. And uh, we're sitting at like one of the airport restaurants right next to our gate. And uh, just having, I've had fish tacos and just hanging out and doing research on my phone to try to figure out who this guy is. Finally, cause I typed in small Canadian comedic actors. And of course like, the typical guys pop up here and there, um, but not Canadian. And I was like, 
And finally I scroll down and I find a photo of him and I was like, this is him. And his name is Kevin McDonald. Now he, where I recognize him from, um, is he's from a show called Kids in the Hall. And if you're, I don't know if this aired in the US, but definitely in Canada, I loved that show. And um, he's also been in Friends and Seinfeld. Um, he's been, he was on Mad TV and that's probably the biggest, like between Kids in the Hall and Mad TV, it's where I recognize him from. Um, but he's worked with some like big names and, and big movies. And I think Rodney Dangerfield was like his first breakthrough role, like on his show. And so anyway, <clears throat> He's not like a huge star, but it was still cool. And my freaking photographer. <laughs> okay, listen, we're sitting there eating, right? And I, I discover who this guy is. I'm like, this is him. This is a my photographer has no idea who this, like who I'm talking. Like, actually, no, that's not true. When, <clears throat> when I pulled up the image to show him, he recognized him, but he was like, okay, yeah. But he didn't see him. So he probably didn't even believe that I'd even seen him. So as we're like talking about this, what do you know? Kevin comes walking right by where we're eating. And I said, there he is, he's right there. And then my photographer's like, that is him. Anyway, so he's like, should I go talk to him? I was like, yes, go. <laughs> so we chased him down, tapped him on the shoulder, said, hey, are you Kevin? And he turned around and was like, yeah, I am. And he goes, can I get a picture with you? Oh, absolutely. He says, we'll, we'll do it on the escalator. It'll be funny. So he gets a photo with him and my photographer does not want to be um, shown on the podcast, but I will show you the picture of him. You tell me if you recognize who this is. I'm just going to zoom in. Do you know this man? <laughs> so very unique looking guy, right? So how could you not recognize him? But, uh... <clears throat> oh man. So, so it was really funny. So we had a good laugh about that. And, uh, that was like, yeah, my first celebrity encounter at the airport. More to come. <laughs> and I think he is actually from Montreal. So, um, Okay, another mystery to throw into the batch. <laughs> um, I, my calf muscle is very sore for no reason and just one calf muscle. So, excuse me, because we were doing so much walking around Montreal, this happened, like it actually, I woke up two days ago with a really sore calf randomly and <laughs> And I have meaty calves, like I, but it didn't feel, it doesn't feel any different than just like muscle soreness. But the fact that it's just one and not the other was kind of like, what the hell did I do? So I'm, I was like, oh, did I pull a muscle? And the more painful it kind of got, it, I shouldn't say it got more painful, but it just stayed consistently painful. I was like, well, maybe it had to do with the insoles I used in my shoes and all the walking we did. And so then this morning, I kind of like have this thing in my head. I'm like, what if it's something like really bad? And so I, I look it up and I type in um, sore calf muscle only one or something like that. <laughs> you know, your Google search is just like try to put words in and hope that something pops up that you're looking for. And then they start talking about, um, what is it called again? 
called again? Why can I not remember? Basically, it's like thrombosis or like a blood clot. So I started to get a little bit worried because I'm like, it's only one calf. And then all these symptoms that are listed, I'm like, I have a couple of these symptoms. Like, what if it's this? But the weird thing is, is that when you have a clot like that in your calf, it's not necessarily pain all over your entire calf. So I can like pinch the side of it and the bottom of it and the left side. And that's just feels like real bad muscle soreness. But sometimes what will happen to me is I will get like a cramp in my calf muscle. If I'm laying in bed and I flex my foot in a certain way, I can like rip my calf just suddenly starts to knot up and I have to, and I can like move my foot to kind of get out of it. But I'm like, what if I was sleeping or something and then I flexed my foot and then I had this situation <laughs> with my uh, muscle um, and it I didn't even know it. Like I slept through it. But then I'm like, well, what do I do? <laughs> it's actually not like if I'm running around or if I'm exercising or whatever, because I'm not doing much impact. So like I'm doing core work for 20 minutes and then I'm on the bike, which is very low impact, impact for half an hour. Uh, so it shouldn't, it's not like I'm like doing calf raises or running or jumping or anything like that. So anyway, it's just kind of weird and strange. And I'm not used to having, I'm used to having sore calves. Like, like I said before, growing up, oh man, my calves would just kill. And I think it was just because I was just running around as a kid and using more of my tiptoes than I should. And so just burning calves was always just a normal thing for me. So it feels very similar to that. It doesn't feel different than that. And also with the thrombosis, you, if it, if it is what it is, you're, you have, you're supposed to have swelling. Um, it's, it might be a bit red and hot to the touch which I have none of those things. I'm like, okay, hopefully it's not. Cause when you're traveling and you're just doing so much sitting and so much flying and four hour flights here and there. And I'm like, is it potentially like, should I wear compression socks? Like, I don't know what I should be doing. And with the medical system, the way it is right now to try to get into any specialist is like months out. Um, I know I could walk into the hospital and get treatment. So I, it's not like that dire, but um, and I do know a couple of physiotherapists that I could probably call personally and just say, hey, I know you're not working right now, but do you mind if I ask you a couple of questions? Um, but I did some research online and there's a couple tests that uh, physios will do or physicians will do to test for certain signs of thrombosis. Um, and so as far as I know, after performing the tests on myself, I don't think that's what it is. Um, and it seems today it is getting a little better. But I'm like, am I just hoping it's getting better? <laughs> just convincing myself that it is? Well, that concludes another episode of Kitty Liquor, episode 95. I hope that you enjoyed it. Please like this video if you did enjoy it and subscribe so you don't miss any of my future content. Um, and if you're listening to this podcast, then please watch the video version, especially this one with the extra videos that I'm posting. <laughs> because you won't be able to see anything. So um, yeah, there is a video version and you can see my beautiful blue dress and my incredibly gorgeous earrings that I love so much. All right, everyone. Um, all my information is linked down below in the description box. Leave your comments, uh, especially with regard to the strange plant threadworm thing. Check it out and let me know your thoughts. Um, and Thank you so much for watching. I hope you have an amazing week or weekend and I'll see you in my next video.